We're excited to ordain two of our elders today, um, Neil and Josh, and also to install Vic, who has been an elder before. How long has it been? 20 years. 20 years. He's still an elder, though. You're an elder perpetually. So, so we are installing Vic. We are going to reaffirm uh, Phyllis's call as a deacon and ordain Mike as a deacon this morning. So, brothers and sisters, I'm going to read from our book of church order, and then I'll have a question for you, members of the church, as well. But we're going to uh, go through, we've already talked about all these a long time ago, but we're going to, you're going to um, answer these publicly now. And I think, yeah, we could do this for everyone. Do you believe the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments as originally given to be the inerrant word of God, the only infallible rule of faith and practice? Do you sincerely receive and adopt the confession of faith and the catechisms of this church as containing the system of doctrine taught in the Holy Scriptures? And do you further promise that if at any time you find yourself out of accord with any of the fundamentals of this system of doctrine, you will, on your own initiative, make known to your session the change which has taken place in your views since the assumption of this ordination vow? Do you approve the form of government and discipline of the Presbyterian Church in America in conformity with the general principles of biblical polity? Do you accept the office of ruling elder, you three, and deacon in this church and promise faithfully to perform all the duties thereof and to endeavor by the grace of God to adorn the profession of the gospel in your life and to set a worthy example before the church of which God has made you an officer? Do you promise subjection to your brethren in the Lord? Do you promise to strive for the purity, peace, unity, and edification of the church? Amen. And now to the members of our congregation. Would you stand? Everyone can stand. If you're not a member, it's okay. Do you members of Grace and Peace Fellowship acknowledge and receive these brothers and sisters as a ruling elder and deacons, and do you promise to yield to them all that honor, encouragement, and obedience in the Lord to which this office, according to the Word of God and the Constitution of this church? Amen. You may be seated. I've asked Pastor George Stulak if he would give a charge to our deacons and elders. And I guess you're going to need this. Yes. Invite all elders uh, up to pray, as, as we're going to pray for, and deacons um, to come and pray with our new officers. I'm going to read a scripture to you by which I will charge you to fulfill your responsibilities as elders and deacons. Scripture is from John chapter 21. It's a conversation that Jesus, just risen from the dead recently, a conversation that he had with Peter, who had recently denied him. This is what it says. 
When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. I'm sure you can guess that my charge to you today will be to feed the sheep, feed Christ's sheep, because that's the obvious central point of this passage here. So look out there at the people, would you? They are the sheep. They are Christ's sheep. And my charge to you today is to feed them, tend them, take care of them, take care of their needs, care for them, encourage them, feed them with the word of God. They are the sheep. But... I'm going to point out to you four other things that are elements in this passage that surround that instruction to feed my sheep because these will tell you how to keep going and being faithful in this. The first one is that before he gives them the command, before he tells Peter to feed my sheep, he asks Peter, do you love me? That's important. That you feed the sheep not out of pride of your position, not out of ambition to impress people with the kind of person you are, the kind of elder or deacon that you are, but rather out of your love for Jesus. Let your love for Jesus be what produces your desire to feed the sheep. Feed the sheep out of your love for Jesus, not out of anything else. Because the love for Jesus in you is what's going to sustain you to keep on feeding the sheep. Love Jesus first and therefore feed the sheep. And the second thing is that it was three times that, that Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And then told him, take care of my sheep. That made this conversation parallel to the one Jesus had had with Peter uh, that, that made it parallel to, to what Peter had said when he denied Jesus three times. Just recently he did that. And Peter was deeply grieved and ashamed of what he had done. And so this is a charge that you feed the sheep even when you have failed. 
And even when you're ashamed, keep feeding the sheep. I have been an ordained elder for 50 years now. And I cannot tell you all the ways in which I have failed to feed the sheep. And I cannot tell you, I can't count for you how many times I had to apologize to the sheep and ask their forgiveness because I had failed to feed them. That'll happen to you too. But do not let your shame keep you from feeding the sheep. You keep on when you have failed. You keep on going back to Jesus, asking his forgiveness. He will restore you. This conversation that Peter is having with Peter is a restorative conversation. He is reinstating Peter after his denial of Jesus. He's reinstating him with God, with Christ's calling to feed the sheep. Hear that calling from Jesus. Let him reinstate you as often as you have failed. Never let your shame over your failures keep you from feeding these sheep. And the third element here is that Jesus then turns the conversation around to how Peter is going to die. He talks to him about death. And how there will be times when somebody else is going to carry him where he doesn't want to go. There are things that are going to happen as he tries to feed the sheep. When he, when he is hurt and when he has to die to himself. Keep on feeding the sheep. Do not let the cost of this keep you from feeding the sheep. And do not let your sorrows over the things you have lost keep you from feeding the sheep. You know, when, when we approach death, as we approach death, everything we've held dear will fall away from us. Our health falls away. Our friends fall away. Or even our family members fall away. The things we hold most dear fall away because none of those things can go with us through death. Only one thing goes with us when we go through death, and it's Jesus himself. He's the only one who can accompany us. So you will, as you serve as elders and deacons, you will experience losses. And you will sorrow over those losses. Do not let your sorrows over things you lose keep you from feeding the sheep. You will see sometimes when others are honored above you and you'll sorrow that. Feed the sheep anyway. Because the fourth thing here is that Peter turned and saw John following them also and he said to Jesus, what about him? And Jesus said, what's that to you? You follow me. There will be times that you will see other elders or deacons or other people honored above you. You'll see other people getting to do things that you wish you could be doing. You long to be doing it. But they're getting to do it. Do not let your envy or your disappointment keep you from feeding the sheep. Because Jesus says to you, even in those times, what's it to you that other people are doing these things? You follow me. You follow me. So do not let your pride of your position or your 
your shame over your failures. Do not let your losses that you sorrow and do not let your envy of other people keep you from feeding the sheep. Always, always feed these sheep. Make that your, your focus. And the Lord will go with you and will bless you and use you. I'm going to pray for you now. Come up. Any elders at the PCA, if you're not part of this church, but uh, you're an elder, please come. Or deacon. Jesus, you are our Lord and you are our Savior. We have no salvation apart from you and you are our highest good. And we embrace you as our deepest desire. And so we pray for these, your your servants here. Would you, O Lord, Savior and Lord, would you be their shepherd and their enabler and their guide and their comforter and their joy and their delight? Would you be all of this to them and enable them to feed your sheep? Feed their sheep. Enable them for this, Lord. And do not let any any shame or pride or sorrow or, or envy keep them from it, Lord. Keep feeding them, Lord, so that they may feed your other sheep. We pray that you would pour out your spirit upon them and do this work in them. For the sake of your sheep and for the sake of your glory. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen.